But more may all glory, honor, and worship always be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I remember many, many, many years ago, um, when we were back in seminary, uh, Gary Session and I actually, um, when we, uh, I remember we had gone to prayer at the Edomina. Um We were down in the old Edomina chapel. Um, it was evening prayer. It was just, you know, a few of us at Barnabas Saluti, um, Nicholas Saluti and Session. So, um, Achin and I went to, with that time we were just seminarians. I mean, just, um, when we did the uh, Psalm 91 and 121 readings, uh, and I remember we read it, you know, actually, he's a very, very beautiful chanter, right? Um, we started into it, we got through a couple verses, of artist turned around and said, what is this chanting? Just read it. <laughs> we're like, okay. So we read it. Uh, we got to the end, prayer finished, and the Dominican Terry called to all of us, and he said, um, you know, I was in church on Sunday, and there was this five-year-old girl, and she went up and read the Old Testament. Such a beautiful reading. I should... Turned to me, he said, lesson of the day. Five-year-old reads better than us. <laughs> Good. Uh, at that point, to be honest with you, that was humbling. It was humbling um, for me. I think I was a little bit exalted at that moment. I've had many stories of that part of the story, um, And I love him um, so much for humbling me in those ways. Okay, another one. Um, I remember once when I, when I went to seminary, oh, at least my first year of seminary, my first um, there, I guess the, the deans for the seminary had changed right before my first year. Um, so I remember we had sat down for dinner and all the different tables, and I remember, you know, Hutch um, and I always sat at a particular table, whatever it be. Um, I remember the, the groundskeeper of the seminary usually sat with us and such, and, um, and a priest sat down next to us. When uh, I recognized this priest uh, and such, and he... Uh, when he was talking and things like that, he turned to me at some point and he said, um, Hi, I'm Father Tom. I used to work here. I said, oh, I've seen your picture on the wall. Um, he was the former dean of the seminary. Um, that struck me a little bit. Um, such a simple encounter, um, but especially for somebody who goes into retirement. Um, when you leave um, something that you had once had your heart in and then put all this effort in. Um, and then he came and, and he sat down at the table and was very content to just say, I just used to work here. I thought that was very humble. Um, he who exalts himself will be humbled. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Um, let's do another one. There was once a robber um, who was running away from the police of the time. Um, and he was a very good robber. He led a big band of uh, thieves. Um, and he searches and he, and, he, and he runs and runs and runs and he gets to a place and he takes um, refuge in a monastery. He meets the monks and he says um, to them um, at some point, who is God? He converts to the faith, is baptized, becomes a monk, and joins the monastery. Um, lives in a hut for many, many, many years. Um, and he's known for just being so... Uh, he applied all the zeal that he once applied to uh, being a criminal to now being a monk. Um, but he, is it, the word about him spreads. The leader of the local land wants to come and visit him and meet him. And so they search and they come. Um, they find an old man, they say, where is Abba Moses? Uh, they can't, we can't find him. The old man looks back at him and says, why would you want to meet him? He's a fool. And they walk on. They move over to the monastery, they talk to the monks there and say, we were looking for Abba Moses, we couldn't find him. Um, but we met this old man and he said, 
Why would you want to meet with him? He's a fool. They said, that's strange. Why would anybody say that about Abba Moses? Everybody loves him. I said, well, what did he look like? He said, oh, he was an old man um, with raggedy clothes, um, very fluffy white, um, old, old hair like a sheep. I said, oh, that was Abba Moses. Another one. He who humbles himself will be exalted. He who exalts himself will be humbled. Um, let's do another one. Um, there is once, uh, I think, uh, uh, one of these like, um, like Thanksgiving meals where you feed the hungry and such, right? And, um, and they were preparing the meal and getting everything together. It was very, very, very cold at this place at this time of year. Such and so, a knock came at the door, um, and one of the young people went up to the door and opened it and said, "Oh!" Um, and they see this person wearing a big, heavy coat, um, hunkered down. I said, "Oh, um, dinner's not ready yet, um, but just wait a little bit. Come inside, be warm. Come inside, um, and we'll have it ready for you soon." Uh, the lady looks up, um, takes the hood off. You see a, a very well kept. Um, jeweled, um, makeup face, um, and she gets very angry and offended. I'm not homeless. I came to help. And storms away and leaves. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Um, he who exalts himself will be humbled. Are you tired? Another one? I should give it up. We get it. Uh, okay, fair enough. Um, a woman has seven demons. Um, seven's a lot. One is a lot, right? Um, seven demons. Uh, everybody knows of this woman. Jesus comes and heals her, um, rids those spirits. She comes um, and finds herself, uh, after Christ has died and been buried in the tomb, bringing um, oil and spices to come and anoint the body, um, wondering how they're going to take the, the stone away. And she meets um, the gardener and says where um, and sees the tomb is empty and nobody's there um, and meets the gardener and says where have you taken him um, and Christ says to her um, Mary um, and she recognizes immediately who it is um, that it's her Lord and she runs and he tells her to go run and tell the disciples and today we remember her this is her feast day today um, Mary Magdalene and she is the given the title Apostle to the apostles. Apostle to the apostles. Um, he who humbles himself, will, I guess she who humbles himself, um, will be exalted. Um, she who exalts himself, herself, um, will be humbled. You know, it's easy to say and to think about Mary Magdalene, but when you really think about it, um, especially, and I see this as a priest all the time, and I'm not judging, I'm trying not to judge, I am, sorry. Um, but especially where you have like um, a kid will come to confession, or people will come to confession. And they'll absolve their sins. You know, they come with a very heartfelt confession. And then they come back into the church. And they're not necessarily received into the church. Does that make sense? They're kind of excluded. Um, the community feels the need to kind of punish them more. Or make them know that their sin was really, really bad. Right? Does this make sense? If she's been forgiven, what business is it of ours? Am I wrong? Um, if he's been forgiven, what business is it of ours? Um, but so goes so it goes. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Um, he who exalts himself will be humbled. We see this in our Lord Jesus Christ as well. This is a very difficult lesson to learn. Um, it's something that, you know, 
And every, if you've ever gotten in an argument, maybe you've been to a place where he's gotten in an argument with somebody and you said, do you know who I am? Um, I should. Uh, or you get in an argument with your spouse and say, at work I'm respected and here I'm treated like, okay. Um, he who exalts himself will be humble. He who humbles himself will be exalted. Or your kids turn to you and say, um, Daddy, isn't that wrong? Isn't that stealing? He who humbles himself will be exalted, he who exalts himself will be humble. Um, I'm really good at sitting, so I got plenty of these. Um, but I'm just saying, isn't this the truth? We walk around and we spend a lot of effort, and even in today's gospel, you see um, Jesus say, seeing for himself and then telling him a parable um, of people walking to a wedding feast and taking the seat of honor. Um, and then somebody higher than them comes, and this isn't something necessarily maybe we can all relate to. Because we don't have wedding feasts in this way and such anymore. Um, but I just say this, you know, in general, we exalt ourselves. We put titles on ourselves. We put things on ourselves. Uh, and we expect to be treated in a certain way. And when somebody doesn't treat us that way, we get very offended. Um, we get very upset. Upset. You've heard it before. Um, many, many, many times. Um, do you know who I am? I founded this church. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I hope none of you grew up to be that way. Do you know who I am? I make this much money. Okay. That's great. We exalt ourselves. Um, and we expect that as well. Um, and understand that there's, uh, there's a problem with this. Because even the Lord, who is the exalted one, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, who deserves to be on the best throne, um, humbled himself and entered this world in such a humble way through uh, a young girl um, who had been orphaned of parents, not in any way visibly a queen um, or noble, though she was. And even she accepted that calling very humbly. Um, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. She could have responded, wait, haven't I been through enough, Lord? Parents have passed away, raised in the temple. I haven't had the fun life that all the other kids get to have. But no, um, for her it didn't matter. It didn't matter what other people thought of her. Um, because she was humble. Because she was humble. Um, and it didn't matter what other people thought. It only mattered what the Lord thought. And she responds and said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. This, um, the most humble of who's ever lived, the best that we have amongst us, um, all creation through all time, she is the best. That we have to offer to God, and God dwelt in her. And she becomes an example for all of us. If you wish for God to dwell in you, be like her. Be humble. This is all that's there. Even one of the saints um, says, It was by pride that caused Satan to fall from the highest of the high to the lowest of the low. Um, so one might presume that only humility can get you from the lowest of the low the highest of the high. All that is necessary is humility. If you can learn that one virtue, uh, God dwells in us. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This is a very difficult lesson, but this is something that we see in Jesus' ministry. You see the sinners, you see the tax collectors, you see the outcasts, the lepers, and him welcoming them in. Because they don't have pride holding them back. 
It's our pride that holds us back from the presence of our Lord. Us exalting ourselves, um, pretending to be righteous, um, pretending to be something that we're not. Um, but we're all sinners. You see, and I even have a Moses who we talked about a second ago. Um, there comes a time where he's called to judge um, some another brother who is in sin, meaning like a trial. Um, he carries um, a big bag of sand and he walks um, to the place where they're going to um, have the trial and he puts a hole in the bag. Um, and as he's going, there's a big trail of sand. And they said, Abba Moses, what are you doing? And he said, here I come to judge my brother um, when I have a trail of sins behind him. We've all sinned. We've all messed up. We've all done wrong. Who are we to judge anybody else? If we could just learn humility, everything else would be fine. Everything else would be taken care of. It's a very difficult lesson. He who exalts himself will be humbled. He who humbles himself will be exalted. But this is the, what our Lord does for us. This is what our Lord did when he was born. This is what our Lord did in his ministry when they called him um, a ruler of, I mean, of Satan's kingdom, of, a, of Beelzebub. This is what happens on Palm Sunday when he comes into um, Jerusalem on a donkey. Um, this is what he does even um, when he washes the feet of his disciples. Um, the Lord washes the feet of his disciples. This is what happens when he goes to the cross and strips me. Um, but we look out upon all those kings who've ever lived in this world. Um, and we as Christians, um, we follow a Savior who went through such humiliation. It is a very strange thing. But we exalt, even in the weapon of his crucifixion, the weapon of his death, we exalt him. And this becomes such a powerful symbol because it's a symbol of humiliation. Because the one who was humiliated was exalted. He conquered death for our sake out of his love for mankind. This is one worth following. This is... The only one who deserves for us to bend our knees and devour our heads before. Um, this is our Lord and our God and our Savior, who though he is so high and mighty, humbled himself and came for our salvation um, out of his love for us. We too, if our Savior and the King of Kings could act this way, how much more should we, who are dust of the earth, sinners, um, how should we act? Um, how should we act? And can we... Can we exalt ourselves? Do we have anything that's worthy of being exalted? No. Um, we ought to be humble. Uh, humble like the saints who have come before us. Um, humble like Mary Magdalene. Humble like Abba Moses. Um, humble like so many um, who we see in the scriptures. Um, that the Lord is called to greatness. Um, this is the way. Um, if we can approach the chalice um, with humility, that's all that's needed. One more saint. Saint Cyril of Alexandria says, If you struggle with pride, if you struggle with pride and being lifted up, all you do is look to the Eucharist. Look to the body and blood. See our Lord humbled on this altar um, and what he did for our salvation. Um, and it will immediately, um, it will immediately help you understand who you are. Uh, so we receive the Eucharist in a few moments. Um, we receive the humble body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ who gave everything of himself, emptied himself out for us. May we also be found worthy to empty ourselves out for him, uh, to humble ourselves, that one day uh, we might be exalted. Now, glory, honor, and worship always be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Your praise shall be clothed in righteousness and your saints in peace.
Turn out the way the face 